Welcome. This is Dr. Dave Jones, and this is the podcast entitled Become a Competent Biblical Counselor. As I mentioned in our last episode, I'm starting a new format, sharing actual counseling sessions and experiences that I've had, and I've asked the counselees to actually prepare a overview, if you will, with respect to their experience and the counseling that they received. This is reality at its best when the people who have actually gone through turmoils in their lives have gotten the change that God has directed them to have and what they've done in order to initiate and affect that change. Anyway, this is an opportunity for you to learn something, to get some new approach to how you can counsel and what you can say and what you shouldn't say and how you should see life from somebody else's point of view who's going in through a difficult experience. But anyway, today's episode is called Kathy's story, and she has a problem with anxiety. Take a listen. In 1999, I read a resource that strongly encouraged people to abstain from using any drugs that would alter their feelings. I knew the anti-anxiety I was taking at the time was, in fact, altering my feelings, but I quickly dismissed the advice. Some months later, a woman in my Bible study said God could heal anxiety. Others agreed with her, but I became angry and exclaimed, Not my anxiety. The next morning, I heard a Christian scientist say on the radio, Christian scientists don't believe Sarah could have had a baby at 90 years of age because biologically, that wouldn't have been possible. And they don't believe Jesus could have ascended into heaven because of the law of gravity. I said to myself, yeah, and I said God couldn't heal my anxiety. It was at that point that I said, okay, God, I'm willing to try. By this time, I had been taking anti-anxiety and other medications for severe anxiety and fibromyalgia for five years. I was on the maximum dosage of the medication, so I knew I probably needed to taper off my usage. While I was going through the weaning process in August 1999, a good friend and I had a traumatic falling out. She asked me to not contact her for three months. I was devastated and cried for days as I not only grieved the loss of the friendship, but anguished over other pains from the past that had been numbed by the anti-anxiety medications. During this time, I cried out to God, and His Word was a balm to my hurting soul. I also asked a friend, Holly, if I could be accountable to her about my emotions and relationships. In all this, the Lord was gracious and sustained me, and eventually I stopped taking antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications. In 2001, I had a time of severe anxiety and panic attacks that lasted nearly a month. I asked people to pray for me and consistently cried out to the Lord, asking for His help and meditating on His Word. It took me through this difficult time, but God did it. When my father died in Thanksgiving Day in 2002, again I cried out to the Lord and asked friends to pray. God was sufficient for me through the sadness. He didn't take it away, but He was present with me. Through all this, I was greatly comforted by Psalm 91.4. Under his wings you may seek refuge. 
In the same way a baby bird hides under the shadow of his mother's wings for protection, I could hide under the protective care of the Almighty God of the universe. All I had to do was rest. I went through heart surgery in 2004. Anxiety is a normal physical response for a person who has had this procedure, and a physician in my church encouraged me to get into God's Word during that time and to be confident that I would make it through. Though doctors wanted to prescribe an anti-anxiety, an antidepressant for me, by the grace of God I was able to say no. I still struggle with bouts of sadness and anxiety at times, but the Lord continues to minister to me through His Word, my accountability, my partner, and others who lift me up in prayer. I understand now that everyone gets sad or depressed at one time or another, and that we have the choice to stay in the pit of despair or cry out to God and find His comfort. I've learned that when I seek God, the anxiety always passes. I want to go back into the middle part of this letter that Kathy wrote and pay attention to the fact that she asked a friend, Holly, a lady by the name of Holly. That stuck out to me tremendously, that here was a friend of the church that for some reason the Holy Spirit led the two of them together. It's not so much to be excited about the fact that Kathy had the initiative to seek out somebody, but it's more exciting to realize that the most important person in the counseling situation is the Holy Spirit. Was it not possible that the Holy Spirit spoke to Kathy and said, I want you to speak to Holly. Holly's got something for you. Holly is prepared to help you. And that we, and those of you who are listening to this episode, can find yourself in a situation where you might have other people in your church, in your community, in your neighborhood that is really hurting and they just need somebody to listen, somebody to help. Be ready for that moment. The next person could be you. Thanks for listening. I hope this has helped. If you have any questions or concerns, just email me. Bible help the number four you Y-O-U at gmail.com. We'll talk to you at the next episode. Good day.